Good evening, not awkward. Hey-o. Hi. Oh man, it's uh, it's tick season, isn't it? It is indeed tick season. The season where we have to do tick checks and <laughs> tick checks. Whenever we go frolic in the woods, I. Honest to God, I'm now so fucking terrified of ticks, just like in general, just because I don't want to get Lyme disease. Oh, yeah. That I'm like, all the things that I used to do as a kid, I'm like, nah, I'm not going to do any of those things anymore. Like the idea of laying down in a field. Well, I remember I posted a a photo on Facebook a few years back of of me laying in a big pile of leaves I raked up. And I said, if you rake leaves and don't lay down in the pile, are you even raking? And somebody was just like, can't do that with ticks around here. And I'm like, oh, fuck, we have ticks here too. (laughs) I'm always checking myself. But I, mm, thanks yeah. for spoiling my fun, yeah. sensible guy. Yeah, person, person who's being <laughs> person sane who's about this. Actually, being sane about this. Yeah, I'm still, I hate them. I'm still throwing myself in leaves. Oh, cool. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. I don't know, man. If I ever get a tick on disgusting. me, I just I just put fire to them and they, they explode. They fucking explode. They pop. <laughs> <laughs> I've never done that before. Do they actually pop? No. Oh, I don't think it's so. Too bad. I don't know. I I've always wondered. I mean, if I, movies taught me anything. Yes, they they they. they Totally well, I mean, they, they well, the ones that are like the size of softballs. Do. Well, the ones that are tiny have enough blood to spray all over two people's faces and mm-hmm. be visible. So that's that is this ticks. And just always, make sure you always carry flash paper with you. To, <laughs> yes. To wrap yeah. him up with. <laughs> yeah. His yeah. His actor secret was that he's a magician as well. <laughs> so, um, yeah, let's do this. Um, I have one question before we start. Okie dokies. What is the point of this trip that they're all going on? Oh my gosh, you too? No, <laughs> god damn it! I was hoping you knew. This like, because this is one of those movies where it's like the it's like the convicts or like the uh, right. you know the the out troubled teens, but like there's sure. no rhyme or reason to like half these like. <laughs> well, okay, so one of them's scared sure. of the woods. One of them, uh, I, I apparently was got raped and became a mute. Yep, uh, but and we- then one of them's just like friends with one of them and kicking around and just one decided of to go along with his dog for the hell of it. <laughs> one of them was just in the parking lot, it seemed like, and knew the one of the counselors. Yeah. W- two, two rich kids are just like, you know. Insanity, but also, <laughs> I mean, they don't seem to, the, the counselors don't seem to have any authority over anybody. They don't seem to have anything planned. None of the, they don't know anything. At one point, they're like in, in the middle of the night. They nearly set fire to the entire forest, and uh, and he comes out and he's like, "What were you doing?" And he goes, "You never taught us how to start a campfire." And it's like, that's a real good point. Like that should be like minute one. Like this is fire safety in these woods that are clearly very dry. They were at like a forest fire emergency when they started yeah and these guys are like eh, we'll get to we'll get to campfires at some point yeah we got to do sunbathing and <laughs> sending people to look for ponds that may or may not be there yeah this movie's probably the vaguest of, of all these kind of like uh yeah like uh, reformed kids field trip yeah this plots. is this is a genre this is definitely a it's definitely a thing just like uh the Paul Bunyan movie we did yep there's a movie called Demon Slayer like that. Yeah. They have to clean up a... Uh, the See No Evil movies like that. They have to clean up yeah. the hospital and that wrestler gets them. But those all those, <laughs> right. but those all have like a uh, purpose. They're all right. like, they're kids in trouble. This one's just like wilderness retreat for 
everybody with their own issues and some people with no issues. Right. Some <laughs> people with absolutely no issues. Some people who are just attractive. I mean, my forever crush Dolan's and her boyfriend there. Where the hell did they come from? They just zipped up. <laughs> Why are they doing this? Why? Daddy bought them a car. They can, they can because cruise around. Because her dad is racist? I, 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 like, I, yeah. can't, I can't quite figure it out. <laughs> yeah, that's why. <laughs> like, the only, the only issue that was brought up was that the dad's a racist. Yeah. And that was it. Like, they dropped that. They're like, oh, yeah, the dad said that uh, he would I buy drive, me. Drive it all the way to Mexico. Bri- do I look buy Mexican? me a car as long as I drove all the way to Mexico. Do I look Mexican? I don't know. I thought that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let's, let's. Do I look Mexican to you? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Maybe, kind of. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I mean, you know, as far as like any of these programs that just drop you off in a parking lot in East LA and say, Again, like, just fend for yourself until the van shows up. Oh, for real, right? That's that's what you want to do with kids, right? <laughs> you don't have like a foundation, like a like a center uh, where you where no. your business is for this? <laughs> nope. <laughs> Seriously. Parking lot. Yeah. Uh let's let's uh let's get in. Okay, let's get okay. in. Okay. Uh so I love this intro. It just starts off and it no fucking around. It just slams a slime green ticks. Yep. In beautiful bold ass font music sting you know what's going on um and then then we we see this cool cartoon machine (laughs) and by cartoon machine i mean it's even ran by a uh a mouse and a wheel like (laughs) it's got a hamster that is also running it it's it's also very strange the tone of this movie because some things it takes very seriously and others this is like naked gun territory oh yeah 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 wait your 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 magic Toxic waste, weed feeding, yeah. fertilizing machines run by a mouse in a wheel, uh, supervised by Clint Howard. Like none of that doesn't <laughs> scream spoof. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I I absolutely agree. I feel like this is just kind of this is one of those things that was like a a thing when you could do direct to video movies mm-hmm. like this, where you the tone could be all over the place, yep. and it's like you know ever since Return of the Living Dead. People are like, you can have the most disgusting, terrifying horror movie and wrap it in the silliest shit and have like weird, sexy parts. And it doesn't matter. You can just jam that all together and it makes a turducken that is delightful (laughs) and everyone enjoys it. And I think this is just another one of those turduckens. Yep. And, uh. Tickens. You know what? There's nothing you can put tick with that's a food product that's not going to sound fucking disgusting. Um, Okay, so it's. I'm going to be thinking about that all show. I'm going to find the delicious exception to your rule. (laughs) There's going to be something. Uh, So it's nighttime at the old barn. Huge windstorm outside. And this, this machine that Clint Howard has is running that's like. It's, it's a weird, like... Uh, it makes no it, sense. It, it, literally, he could just pour this stuff into a vat and spray it. But instead, he's got this crazy... like Pumping machine yeah. that does... I can't figure it, it does out. fuck all. It does fuck all. It does I could fuck not. All. I was trying to find. I was trying to like find like a awesome. rational reason. Yeah, it's just no, funny. because it looks amazing yeah. on screen. That's why it's there. Like you watch uh, this and it's a great scene and it. You looks know really when I cool. kept panning over the machine, all it needed to do was like go outside for a minute and show like a sprinkler thing, like shooting stuff in the air at weed or something. I mean, you, know? you did see that. You do see that. You see it. You do see it. Like like the there is a an irrigation device. Oh really? That you see oh, I missed that, I guess. Like when they when they cut to the grow room. Yep. You do. See see like the the overhead things and it's like drizzling down onto oh okay so you see that there's like it is combining with whatever water they're using or whatever so 
this steroid. I mean, but the important oh, so part. I guess everything makes sense. No. Well, it's just funny that they would go out of their way to have this big machine that's all about delivering the steroid to this thing instead of having beakers and setups and being like, because the point is the steroid. The point isn't, it should have been like all sorts of different colored flasks and like, you know, little tubes of of stuff going into different things. And it's like, aha, I have my thing. And then he pours it into the, into the water supply that's going to the plants. And it's like, this will make them grow. Yep. You know, and that kind of like, (laughs) maybe it's like, no, let's just build a giant, machine instead like i wonder if that machine already existed or they actually spent all their money building that machine for that has to be that has to be like free free real estate yeah and it didn't it didn't have a payoff either like nothing nothing like no factored in on that machine like that didn't go haywire and start a fire that didn't like lead to any plot points and it was a huge elaborate (laughs) it seems like they should have done something more with it yeah but i mean it like i said before it looks beautiful yeah so that's that's all you needed is that it's 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 a really it's a perfect like uh redneck hermit yeah um, <laughs> yes exactly. rigged together kind of thing and also yeah. and also it really tells you exactly where you're at when you see the hamster on the wheel as it's like because it's already a motor yeah so it's just in there for no reason <laughs> like he's basically just torturing a hamster by keeping I, it perpetually I, 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 on the i wheel. took it that that was the one thing powering it sure i mean you hear a motor running but maybe he's Maybe he's what kickstarts the motor. He is. Okay. Uh, <laughs> that's great. His name's actually Kickstart, too. It's Perfect. Fun fact. Is that true? <laughs> I wish that were true. I just said it. Oh, then it is true. Yep. Bing. Uh, okay. <laughs> so uh, we see the green goo pouring out of the machines, but it's not going where you expect it to go. It's not going directly to the grow room now. And he's like, what the fuck? <laughs> and it starts dripping out, and it's dripping down through the floorboards. Onto what we can only assume is a, a tick egg. Oh, sorry. That's, yeah, it's one of those. <laughs> and so we have our setup. Uh, now we cut in town to Tyler, played by Seth Green, and his dad having an argument about Seth being sent to Mrs. Lambert to get help. Yeah, because we find out that his dad got drunk and left him in the woods once, and he froze and hugged a tree for a couple days. Yes. Until his dad got, I guess, not drunk and picked him up. Um, so he's been afraid of that? Yes. What is that sound? Oh, I thought you were referring to the light flutter I saw. Oh, it's whatever's outside. Poltergeist. Poltergeist. (laughs) There's some sort of weird noise. Um, I'm sure it's gonna, I'm sure it'll get picked up on the recording. It's not. We're just gonna look like crazy people. Oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) Kill me. What? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yes. So he's. So, yeah. So he has to go to Miss Lambert's school for wilderness, teen adventure, survival, uh, fishing, sunbathing camp. Yeah. Uh, and for his, his dad. Fear of trees. And his dad doesn't even seem like a bad dad at all, which is, no, which he is does. bizarre. He, he does. does. Oh, I'm I guess sorry. he doesn't even wait for the band like, to that's pick him up. That's right? when, like, right. A good, a good parent. If you were dropping your child off under a bridge in East LA, also in the age before cell phones, so if, so, cell so, phones. so if the van doesn't show up or something, it's not like you can call his dad no. and be like, "Um, something's wrong. Nobody's picked me up, and it's yeah. been three hours." No, that's insane. <laughs> okay, I guess he is a bad dad. He is a bad dad. Uh, but so our our hero Seth Green starts having his uh, his panic attack, and he has these panic attacks forever now. Anytime he's alone. Mm. 
So is that what it is? Yes, because his father abandoned him in the woods, and so now whenever he's alone, he gets dizzy. But at one point, we he, also at one point he says he needs to run away because he's yeah the, sick of being in here with everybody. You're claustrophobic. He needs to get out of here. Yes. But what, yeah, that was at the end. He yeah. was like, oh, yeah, I'm having one of my episodes. I think he was just being heroic. I think he was saying the wrong thing. Oh, I guess maybe he conquered his fear. Yeah, I think that was it where he Good was friend. like, that was that was a that was a character arcing moment where he was <sighs> like, you know what? Fuck this. I, I'm going to tell them that this is my panic attack, but I'm I'm the hero here and I'm going to go out and do what has to be done. Um, but yeah, but he's freaking out and he's having like like everything's swirling and we got kind of nineties cinematography going yeah. on with that stuff. And that's when Alfonso Ribeiro shows up as panic. You know why they call him panic? A fun fact. They call him panic. Cause, Cause he, he never does. does. <laughs> they call me panic. Cause I don't. Yep. So, uh, he's, <laughs> it's the nineties. So of course he's a delightfully fully formed black character. Uh, he has a basketball and a switchblade. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that's not great, but, uh, uh, he's got cool pants. He has cool pants though. He and does. a trench. <laughs> Weird costume he's design. Got, I thought. Yeah. He looks like, um, and he's got a mean dog that never looks mean. Yeah. <laughs> He's kind of dressed like Blade. The more I think about it, he's got a real like, a real like Blade like sunglasses. He's like, got a blade, and he's got a blade. You know what? Maybe he's Blade. Yep. I'm. I'm gonna. I'm calling it now. I would have really. I would have been all in for Alfonso Ribera as Blade in the '90s. He can dance too. Imagine if he if he did that instead of Snipes, and we got like cool like vampire victory dances after he slays somebody. Would have been into that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm every time I see him in something and he doesn't dance, it blows my mind. It's just like, dude, you wasted such a like, great opportunity. Your whole life was like break dancing, man. Yeah. Do something. That would have been a cool scene in this movie too. If he got attacked by ticks and he was like, oh shit, and he started like running and dancing and like doing all these oh cool God. moves to like avoid the ticks. They kept jumping and he would do like a jump down on the ground and spin. Yes, <laughs> the only way to fight these ticks is to do the worm dancing. across yeah, them. Exactly. <laughs> Which also and, and even just one shout out to the Carlton dance where he's like whipping his arms and like slapping them as they fly through the air at him. Okay, one one other one other thing that I have to bring up, and probably I'll bring it up later too. But Jesus, okay. So this movie starts our first introduction to these ticks. I'm I, I'm skipping ahead. I shouldn't. Yeah. But in our introduction to these ticks, he's like, what? You, the one thing that we're told as our preparation to go into the world of supernatural ticks is that you cannot crush them. You have to burn them with fire. Yep. So from then on, everyone and his brother proceeds to A, crush them, B, kick them, and kill them with like no trouble whatsoever. One at the end, there's literally a dude who picks one up and throws it into a shelf of books, and it, it explodes. explodes. Yep. It explodes on the spine of a book. <laughs> We're like, why did you go so far out of your way to tell us that you can't crush a tick if you're never gonna bring that into play ever yeah, again? Yeah, well, it's weird too because like it makes sense when they're little, yeah. but it kind of doesn't when they're big. Like, so maybe, which is funny because you think they'd be tougher when they got bigger, right. but I think that maybe that would have been. 
that would have been nice considering they had that moment with the veterinarian. Yeah. If she was like, wow, it's interesting. As they've gotten bigger, they can't hold together as well as they did yeah. when they were small and blah, blah, blah. Like, just a little bit of that to be yep. like, it looks like you can actually crush these where, you know, a normal wood tick would be very difficult. Yep. That I don't know. Maybe it's just me. It is also a movie called Ticks, and it's brilliant, and I love it, so whatever. <laughs> um, okay, so he has an adorable dog, which is a bummer. Uh, so he brings his adorable dog to die in the woods. Uh, but we've got, uh, oh yeah, by the way, uh, spoiler alert, the dog does die in this movie. Mm-hmm. And it's pretty horrible. And it's, yeah, and it's kind of a lost opportunity. I almost wish that the dog suffered the same fate as he did later on jumping way 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 ahead and we got like a hybrid dog tick i thought would be a really neat effect if we had like a tick body but it still had the dog legs and it was running around barking like how fucking sick would that that would have been horrifying yeah (laughs) i would have been i probably would have been into that Mm. um okay so either way we start off with tyler aka panic literally threatening or i mean not tyler uh what oh. is what is his actual name? Tyler's the other guy. Panic, whatever. Daryl, I think. Yeah. His name's Daryl. Okay, so Daryl, a.k.a. Panic. I'm just calling him Panic. Threatening the life of our main character, Tyler. Challenging him to a basketball game. Saying that if he misses a basket, he's going to kill him. <laughs> he produces a knife and says, I'm going to murder you if you can't make this basket. And he does, though. He does, and he's like, "Make oh. the basket, not murder." Right, he does, uh, and then he's like, "Do it again, do it again," and he does. He's like, "Wasn't looking." Yeah. Okay, does it again. He's like, "Didn't count, lucky break, <laughs> whatever." And, and then he's like, "And then our our main character's like, fuck you, man, I don't care." Yeah. And he just throws the basketball back to him. He's well, like, after after the second shot, and then the van pulls up, and then he's just like badass now. He's like, "Yeah, okay," and then you find out that. Panic is friends with Holly, the, I don't know, lack of a better term, counselor. Yeah. Um, And so what's Panic going on this trip for? Like, nobody's making him either. Like, he's like this, like, super independent street tough where he comes out of it. But he's like, what, just hanging out with his dog to go camping? I do not understand (laughs) his, uh, I don't understand how he knows these people or why he is there. That we, that is one of the biggest mysteries. It's so of weird the too because like universe. we saw we saw Danny get dropped off. Yeah, was that his name? Yeah, or Wait, Seth Green? Uh, Tyler. Tyler. Okay, we saw Tyler get dropped off, but like everybody else just kind of went there on their own. Like nobody else's parents dropped him off, right? No, no, <laughs> no. Everyone else was like, there. I mean, the rich kids look like they're like twenty two. Yeah. So it's like they're not. And they already have a car. Why are you even going? Drive to Mexico. Like your your racist dad. Exactly. (laughs) Listen to your racist dad for once, guys. Tijuana. (laughs) Like seriously, I so crazy. But it also turns out that one of the counselors is that dude from New Heart, which I thought was cool. Um, the male counselor Charles. Okay. I never watched New Heart. You're considerably younger than I am, aren't you? I'm forty. Well, you're five years younger than me, Mm. so. That was enough to miss Newhart, apparently. I guess so. Um, so <laughs> they, they of course, are interrupted by the, the new sassy rich girl. Uh, oh, no, they're interrupted by the regular sassy girl, who's the daughter of Charles, who says, don't believe a word that adults say. You're going to hate, hate this, this trip, trip. even more everything. than I do. Everything sucks. Everything Everything's sucks. dumb. Uh. It's the 90s, so everything's awful. I've got 
angst. Negativity and <laughs> angst. Let's listen to Pearl Jam and cut holes in our pants. Uh, now, uh, oh God, that's right. I forgot about that line. Daryl has that line when he when he hugs the counselor. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, how's it going? Well, you know, you got to be tough surviving in the jungle. <laughs> <laughs> shut up. Uh, and shut, <laughs> shut, up. <laughs> shut up. Panic. Uh, okay. Then our next two people come out, which are the, the rich girl stereotype and her boyfriend, who's like a super like hunky Lorenzo Lamez with like insane abs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so this is the one that the, the dad is racist against Latinx folks or something. Who the hell knows? But and it's Dina, who is played by the lovely Amy Dolans from yes. Witchboard 2. <laughs> Witchboard 2. And uh, Stepmonster. And Children of the Night. Children of the Night, yes. And Miracle Beach. And what? she's out of control. Is she? I love my Amy Dolans. Is she out of control in this? It doesn't. She and doesn't feel like she has a single problem except being a rich monster. Oh, no, she's. there's no point for her to... Like she's being in this movie. I don't understand what her purpose is in this thing. She treats. Look, I got my Dolans. I'm not complaining. (laughs) Right. Okay. She shows up. She instantly treats Seth Green like he's the valet or like the the concierge. Here, take my clothes. Okay. (laughs) Whatever. Okay, cool. Um, All right. Now, of course, we join the true star of any film that he graces us with his presence. Clint Howard Ah. as the crazy experimental weed grower. He's dressed in like a filthy thermal shirt and some weird Native American jewelry. <laughs> Big, um, uh, yeah, shark tooth earring or something. What was that earring? I could not figure it out to save my I life. I thought it was like a big shark tooth or alligator tooth or something. It's, it was like rectangular. Oh, was it? Like I couldn't figure it out. Like it looked like half a bone cut in half. It's whatever he just something. showed up at the set right. wearing it. <laughs> I love the idea that that's what he showed up in. Uh, it's it's so believable with a Clint Howard. Hey though. Clint, I like I like that addition to your character. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I've never played a character before. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, you want some of this experimental steroid I have for my weed? Yeah. Wow, we should write this into our movie. We can get the munchies and eat some butter brickle. <laughs> Do you know how hard it is to make butter brickle? Um, no, I don't. No one does. Uh, so, <laughs> fuck. Uh, he's dressed like, he reminds me, like this This kind of trope is more of a meth dealer for me. Like the whole thing, the machinery, like all of this shit, yeah. like the idea of like a complex system in a in a filthy garage and like some dude wearing weird like faux native american stuff that he bought off a reservation because he's living in arizona or whatever and like this is a this is a meth dealer trope but they chose weed because it's the 90s and i think that was more of a it was more fun for the kids because the kids were smoking well, weed, well, not think, smoking meth. I think meth. for the plot of the movie, it works better, too, because you're, you're growing stuff and using, like, a chemical. Like, yeah. It's not like you're growing coke and spraying shit on the ground. Like. <laughs> That's true. But, I mean, yeah. But it also, I feel like it works really well for the plot that he's making meth and then it drips onto the, he's like, I've got experimental meth. And yeah. it drips onto the fucking ticks and they're like, it messes with their DNA. But, you know. That's just me. I like the idea of a. You know what? I, you know what I do find interesting tick. about this movie too, though, is that none of the kids are after the weed. 
Right. Even, even when they're told about it. Like, and all these kind of things. They're just like, dude, we gotta dude, get we that gotta grass! Get that. Yeah. Like, we, we avoid that trope completely that's, in this. And I, I so commend weird. the movie for it. Yeah. That is interesting. Not I one never kid, thought not about Not one that. kid's like all goo-goo for ganja no. in this at all. Goo-goo for ganja. <laughs> all right. Stick that in the file for my next reggae record. <laughs> for kids. <laughs> <laughs> Goo Goo Gaga for Ganja. Uh, Tristan Ganja Gler. <laughs> Gangajiller. Uh, yeah. I need some more time to yeah, you can, figure out how to pronounce yeah, that. Yeah, you can shop that out for Last a little name, while. Uh, That'll be good. <laughs> Gag. <laughs> Ganja gags. Uh, so, yeah, there's there's a couple of things. Firstly, this this trope that, they, that they're bringing in here about the the growers and how dangerous they are. Mm-hmm. It's like, I never would have known about this, except there's like six documentaries about this now. Yep. <laughs> and so I've been like terrified of this concept now. It's like... Of what, finding some weed in the woods? Well, no, like the the Southern California growers who are like all hell's angels. And oh, they basically, yeah. it's completely lawless in the entire area. Like people will go out there and cops just get murdered out there and like cops don't go there, period. Mm-hmm. And if they do go, they're, like, escorted by dudes with shotguns over their shoulders on ATVs, and they're mm. allowed to come in. It's, like, really, really spooky mm. stuff. Either way. Um, <clears throat> so he's realized that his uh, his machine is malfunctioning, and whatever his magical grow juice is, it's draining out under the floorboards. And uh, we see now that the egg sack is considerably larger than it was the last time we saw it. And it looks so good. Oh, like every oh, all the, the goop in this so movie good. are amazing. <laughs> yeah, I'm a huge fan of the. There's not the one dud. In this movie, like, no. I feel like there's not one like thing that looks stupid. Like everything looks freaking perfect, freaking yeah. gross. Everything's goopy. Yeah, <laughs> and it's it's perfect. Like, like it's it's that '90s like gross out trope stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like it's basically like the shit that they marketed to kids. It's like all of those. All of those toys that were just like, full of goo and oh, like, like Nickelodeon Gak and stuff well, like that. Yeah, like dissecting monsters stuff. Like they had all these weird like alien autopsy toys that are like, oh, oh you pull yeah. out like slimy organs yeah. from the middle of them. It looks a lot like this. There were like bugs that you stepped on and they squished goop everywhere. And like they were obsessed with slime in the nineties. I wanna play with these toys. Yeah. Are you kicking around here? Uh we used to have one of the alien autopsy ones, oh, which neat. was really cool. It was like a Mattel thing. But uh yeah, really expensive. So even mm-hmm. in like pieces, I think I sold I sold it for like fifty bucks. Bowsers. Yeah, crazy. Um, all right. So now the the van full of delinquents? Question mark. Are they even delinquents? Are they? I'm gonna call them delinquents. Yeah. They pull up to the campsite, and uh, Tyler's looking intense and thoughtful. He's like, "Hmm, what's going on here?" And then he's also checking out the daughter of the the counselors. Uh. Daryl freaks out, a.k.a. panic, uh, because his dog has measle bumps. Yeah. <laughs> and Tyler, who is an expert dog dermatologist, shows up and says, dogs don't get measles. This is actually a tick, the vampire of the insect world. Oh, we, we did we did jump over that they stop, they make that quick stop in town. Where oh, we that's our, later. Oh, that's later? I thought that was on the way to this. <laughs> For some reason, it's later. Okay. Yep. <laughs> I guess I fixed it in my head. Yeah, it would have made way more sense, but it's <laughs> like they had two stops for some reason. Okay. We'll get to it. But uh, so 
uh, Tyler's grandfather taught him that ticks are too tough to squish in that scene that I was talking about earlier. So you have to burn them. He twists up a tissue, sets fire to it, burns like flash paper for some insane reason. Because it's flash paper. Because it's flash paper. (laughs) And then it explodes blood all over their faces. (laughs) Like this thing, this tick is the size of a match head. And it, which is hilarious. It was a very, it was a good scene. Yeah. Now they drive the van into town. But Panic is staying behind to steal shit from his fellow campers. Clearly, he's a brilliant tactician, because uh, who would ever suspect the only guy who's staying behind in the van of stealing it out of the eight people who are there? I thought it was a a race issue here that he, that he was staying in the van. The I, thought he, he said, I thought he looked at all the, the, the hillbillies and was like, That's what I thought too. no, I'm going to stay right here. I think, in a way, that might have been what was going on. Because they and then they made the one black guy steal everything. <sighs> exactly, <Yikes>. and th- <laughs> but I I hate to defend the the weird racist tropes in this, mm-hmm. but one of his character traits is that he is a sensitive person who is trying to appear tough on the outside. Yep. that that's that's his clearly his character. Yeah, uh, and so in this case. If he was looking outside and going, oh, my God, a bunch of fucking hillbillies. I don't want to put up with this. I don't want to get hassled. I'm going to stay behind. But then in front of Seth Green, he's like, I'm here to steal because stealing's uh, tough. Yeah, okay. You know what I mean? I could almost defend that if he had maybe not actually stolen. You know, if he just kind of rifled through people's stuff or whatever. Yeah. But, yeah, again. I got to respect make- boundaries. No, but at but least, he's like, no, I'm gonna get these steroids to chew on like fucking Max Payne later on. <laughs> I, honest to God, thought they were gonna save his life, and I was gonna have to figure out why that was. They do kind of. No, they just they just make a giant steroid. Oh, okay, that's that's the explanation as to why he's the only person that turned into a uh. giant tick. Is because he was full of steroids. I now, can think. we get the explanation why people have ticks inside them burrowing? Like, that's not a tick thing. <laughs> I don't know because it looks cool. It does look cool, but it's like it's it's weird that it's they they have no explanation for that. Like, yeah, like oh, I got tons of ticks under my skin now. Like, that's not how it works. That's not how it works. <laughs> I don't. That know. would really suck if that's how it works. <laughs> oh God, it didn't need to be any worse than it already yeah. is. Um. So whatever Tyler stays with him for like one minute just to ask him if he's ever killed anybody and this guy I like that conversation it was kind of funny yeah he's like yeah I've killed as many people as you've had sex with and he's like wow that many <laughs> and you know like it's not a great line but Seth Green is a fucking brilliant actor and yep. he just I like that guy a lot he's so good it's it's one of those things like you see one of these movies and this movie is full of great actors oh yeah this movie is like literally only prose and you see him and you go oh shit like i think even watching this when it came out i was like oh this guy's gonna be somebody mm-hmm. like you look at it and you're just like this he is something special clearly yep. um but we have the uh, the daughter of the counselors here looking at all of the wanted posters and anti-marijuana posters <laughs> uh, for some reason. She's really, really entranced by them for some strange reason. And she gets fondled by a sleazy hick. Jerry. Uh, yeah, and he's about to get even sleazier, but then a sort of faux British dude with snakeskin boots walks up and tells him to mind his manners. And this is Sir. 
Is that his name? His name is Sir. And Sir was supposed to be played by David Gale from Reanimator. Oh, shit. However, he unfortunately passed before shooting, and that would have been great. That would have been really good. I liked this guy. This guy was good too, but he like he brought a, a weird energy to the character. But after watching, like especially in Sinjinor with David Gale, yeah. where he oh, goes yeah. bonkers in that, like that would have been a great. I could just so no, see it as this character, especially obviously. in his flip out scenes later on. Yeah, I mean, this guy is loathsome though. Like you, oh, yeah. you cannot wait for him to get killed. No, you can't. And this is like probably the only thing I don't like about this movie are these two guys because it. Yeah, it, I can bo- see that. it borders a little too much on the sadistic exploitation for my taste. At it points, does, where it's yeah. just like, it, but it's true. Like, I hate them, but yeah. you're supposed to. But at the same time, they're those kind of characters like you just really, really hate, and yeah. like so, it kind of like bogs it down for me a little bit. It's interesting. I feel like they don't. I feel like they never go so far that I'm annoyed by it. Yeah, like, it feels like they just back it off when like. When they're all when they're all standing around in the like later on they're all in the cabin together and he's like yeah maybe we're gonna have to go even further and you're like oh come on yeah let's not turn it into one of these and he pulls out the gun and he's like I might shoot somebody and you're like oh oh okay oh is that okay uh, all right okay it's not going that way yeah. all right good <laughs> <laughs> like weird but it's still enough to plant that seed of thought that kind of like oh absolutely no it really like, I'm not a fan of that there's shit, a, there's but... a deliverance angle to this yeah. that definitely feels like it's there or like a last house on the left kind yep. of deal yeah like, there's definitely not my, something not my cup of tea something in that but uh but they are great uh they yep. do play the roles good they have this weird relationship where sir orders jerry around constantly yes. and, and makes him call him sir all the time because that's his name, I guess. That's his. That's, his, that's what he's credited as. <laughs> uh, but so he's he backs off this. He backs Jerry off her, and then Jerry follows her to the van and it creeps on her one more time, mm-hmm. and then they take off. And Jerry's fucking around with like a cat of nine tails. He's got like a whip. Yeah. What the hell? I don't know. Real weird. I thought uh, like I thought that was gonna come into again. Okay. This is another thing. Like. You can't introduce something like this that's so bizarre. Like, the weirdest trope, like, the weirdest, like, thing. Yeah. The weirdest weapon you can hand somebody. Well, like, it would make sense if they just grabbed it and lit it on fire and they had, like, a spinning fire thing to save them from the ticks near the end. Like, that would make sense, like, where it came, like, they had the broom on fire near the end. Like, what if they took Jerry's whip and had, like, a spinning... Yeah. Or, or they taped it to a weed whacker and set it on fire, and then had like a swirling fire whip. Or thing. if, or if, if he cool. had some sort of like, if if that was his his thing, where I'm he was good like at punch ups. If he was like a weirdo with a whip, and then they were like, "Aha! Now we're gonna give him some ironic comeuppance, and he's whipped to death with something." Sure, yep, that would work too. That makes sense. But yeah, th- it just was a random thing for just no reason. Yeah. Uh, but don't worry, back at the barn, Clint Howard is smoking weed and listening to French shortwave radio signals. So now now we're making some sense here. This uh, is... To be fair, he was listening to like BBC, he was smoking weed and listening to BBC News. Um... Well, he turned it from French radio. Oh. It was like he was listening to French radio and then he was like, hold on, wait a minute. My my marijuana senses are tingling, yeah. and he turns it to BBC just in time. Like we were talking about how yeah. they did it well last week. Yep. They this did it is, the exact opposite yeah. this week, uh, and he was like, "Aha! Uh-huh. Oh, they're talking about the exact thing that I do for a living. How yeah. interesting!" <laughs> and so they're like, "They grow weed illegally in the woods." Yeah, but they don't give us health care. <laughs> <laughs> 
yeah. What are the environmental impacts that this weird sludge that they're creating, what could they be on the world? Uh, and Clint just continuously quips at them. And then they, uh-huh. But they don't understand what it's like to be somebody's weird brother. Um, and <laughs> well, so, Bella, I love how the experimental weed tick mutant sludge shit's like well known enough to be on the geez. news. Like the BBC is like, yeah. oh, what about the Breaking news out of America, uh, strange tick growing sludge shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, big, big news in the U.S. Uh, And while he's doing this, he's also setting his bear traps. Don't worry, that won't come into play later. It actually does, though, which is is, is great. (laughs) I love it. Of course it does. You can't. Okay. We just had a bunch of other shit set up that didn't go anywhere. Now we actually get somebody set in the trap. Good point. Yeah. If you you have a bear trap and it doesn't go off, that is just unforgivable. Yeah unforgivable but we get a pov shot inside the barn uh looking around the machinery and then it heads straight towards the hamster who explodes (laughs) (laughs) these ticks i don't know they're not behaving like ticks ticks don't tend to explode their victims uh but this one does uh and clint's like what the fuck and Clint picks it up and he's like, you're all messed up. (laughs) You're one to talk, Clint. Um, So uh, then he follows the trail of the murderous something or other that's killed his hamster around the inner workings of his weird machine. And it takes a takes a an aliens jump at him. We get like a face hugger, like attack his face moment. And he misses. And but it sends him backwards. He's like, "Whoa!" And he steps into the bear trap. Oh, God, why did you put it on the floor? <laughs> of <laughs> to all catch the places, floor bears, dummy. <laughs> and uh, so many floor bears. And then uh, we get this great shot where he looks up and there's all these tick pods on the ceiling, and one of them just falls right towards his face. And I just, I love Quinn's face, and I love seeing the, the egg fall. Like everything's perfect. <laughs> it's, you know, and it's one of those scenes. That is so stupid because obviously, you know, a human being would turn their head or move slightly and just not get it in their face. But he was stuck in the floor bear trap. Of course, it kept him exactly. Couldn't move his neck because his (laughs) foot was stuck in a trap. Um, But Clint Howard somehow sells this so well and also he opens his mouth as wide as possible when it's happening to him. it's like slimy giant ball falling towards my face. Ah! I love it. And it's it, it, uh, like so many things that Clint Howard does. It's something that only Clint Howard could sell. Mm. Uh, and it's great. So the van of delinquents pulls back up to its camp to Camp Madeleine, I guess is what sure. it's called. And uh, they Doesn't get matter. they get settled into their bunks and Tyler finds a disgusting egg sack hanging in his closet. And nobody seems surprised by this weird, foreign, slimy object. Yeah. They're just like, oh, what's that? Dinner? <laughs> I can't hang my clothes in here, but things kind of gross, I guess. You're going to have to take care of it. Oh, great, thanks. Now, okay. (laughs) I would be afraid to touch that thing, man. Yes, of course you would. Anyone would. Anyone who (laughs) saw this would be troubled. But I also, uh, I have a question here. Because, I mean, listen, it's ticks, and I know I should not get bogged down in the details, but my job is to get bogged down in the Mm. details. So, why are there giant mutated pods hundreds of miles for or tens of miles or however far they are from the fucking barn why are they i understand why these, they're in the barn these ticks are going crazy we, they, they, we, there's pods everywhere right i think that's but, what it's showing that they're just multiplying and they're just going 
I think it's I think it's part of the movie. They're just the ticks are way out of control from this mutated. Okay, shit. so they have been for a long time. I don't know about a long time, but I mean they've been growing weed up there okay. forever, and we okay, don't know how so long he's been using that sludge stuff. But I think like the specialized brand of these sludge ticks have been multiplying, like, okay. and that's what it's for, telling for you. like a year or so. Because wherever you go in the forest, in every scene, yeah. they've they've planted pods everywhere. So but it's we're like, not seeing the ticks until they hatch. So it feels yeah. like it feels like the clock on this thing is malfunction happened in the machine two days ago, you know, and now it was dripping onto this one sack of eggs in mm. his basement and this is going to be the first of these ticks yeah and then they, they moved fast okay you know what i'm i'm with you yep. that's probably exactly what's going on that's fine he so they poke the the thing with a coat hanger and it drips open and it like just so good it pours some viscous fluid that looks like dirty 30 weight oil out of mm. it it's just fucking disgusting um and everything kind of jiggles panic squishes one of the ticks they see that there's something alive in it and moving yeah they kill it and they're just like eh, that's the woods for you <laughs> that's crazy that's crazy what kind of uh, thing that we've never seen before should we see next and destroy and not worry about? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. And then we get another really weird scene, which is uh, our big, kind of the big scene for uh, Counselor Charles, where he just does this big voiceover. Like he's in a, like, he's like a dictaphone, <laughs> like like writing this like it's, scientific research paper. It's like he's in the Ken Burns Civil War. Yeah, he's like sitting at a table. I don't believe that the children are getting along well today. My Martha. dear Annabelle, I brought them up here with the bestest of intentions. All these kids from every different walks of life with different issues that, and uh, I'm just gonna let them go, like hack up sign and shit, and I don't. Hopefully they get cured. Yeah, yeah, it's. <laughs> but I don't so think crazy. they're going to be because I'm not doing anything with them. <laughs> I've tried nothing, and nothing is working. <laughs> That's the thing. It's day. It's been, it's a day freaking one, and he's like, I don't think they're I going give to, up. I don't think they're going to make it. I refuse to speak to any of them, and I've already given up on their futures. <laughs> huh? Okay. You know what? Remind me not to hire you. Mm. Uh, okay. Tyler, whatever your job is, <laughs> exactly. Uh, his daughter's name is Melissa. That's right. Okay. Uh, so Tyler and Melissa go out for a walk, and we see more of those big egg sacs pulsing on trees, uh, and it's gross and awesome. They have this big conversation about how she hates the outdoors, uh, but all of this is just like filler conversation so that she can be saying random shit, meanwhile inching closer and closer to this pulsing egg sack that's being puppeted. And this awesome. is the, this is the one scene that bothers me when, when she's got something on her back, and he's like, "Hold on, you got something on her ba- on your back," but she doesn't know it. Yes, and it's enormous. Like, that, but they you, explain it. How? What do you mean? Isn't it biting her? Uh, I don't think it was even biting her. Yet. Oh, okay. That it was just make like. Sense. But if you had that thing hanging on your, sh- and when if it yes. was biting her, she'd feel it. Everybody no, else she does. wouldn't. What? Because they're releasing a toxin that's that not only is an analgesic, so that they can't feel you, you can't feel them biting you. Bullshit! Everybody else feels I it. I know. Okay, <laughs> but the doctor goes out of their Jesus way to. Kid, s- are you fucking with me? I mean, <laughs> I'm not fucking yeah. with you. The movie, the movie is, fucking is fucking with you okay. because the doctor very specifically says that the tick secretes an analgesic, so you can't. Feel it biting you. Okay, weird. I missed that line. One hundred percent says that. Okay, and everyone screams their head off the second they get bitten by. Oh a yeah, tick. definitely. 
Um, so yeah, so it just cracks me up. Like it bothered me a little bit because she's just like something on your back, like which can happen when you have a fly. Yeah, but this is like a size of a football. I it must weigh like ten pounds, and it's on your shirt. You noticed? That. I think that was the comedy of it. I think that was the. It was like, just too stupid. Is there something on my face? And you know, like, yeah, yeah, boom, <laughs> gigantic. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, I don't know. I thought it was funny. But this, speaking of speaking of things that are introduced and dropped, right here we get Tyler saying, I don't know, I just get these feelings sometimes. Like he's psychic. Like he, I know when bad things are going to happen. Mm. He's like, sometimes I get the feeling like something bad is going to happen. Yep. Oh, and then like Stephen King character. Right, exactly. He's <laughs> like a Stephen King character uh, from It. Because he was, he was an it. it. It all makes sense. Uh, okay, but whatever. She's got that giant, weird half-birth tick on her back, and Tyler whacks it off with a stick. And the and this is beautiful. He actually fights it with a stick, and the tick bites the <laughs> stick, and, and then it runs <laughs> off with it in its mouth like a dog, like yeah. a dog. So delightful. That which would have made even more sense if it was half dog. If this was the tick that if that's came the from, tick that got Bruiser, yeah, or Brutus, or oh my god, Brutus, Brutus, there Brutus? Yeah, yeah, there we go. Oh my god, I, I love the idea that it. <sighs> I want a tick dog now. You see, now I want now I want them to take on the personality of everyone. If they'd had a drug addict, like if they'd had somebody who was there recovering from heroin or something, mm-hmm. and then they'd lured the last tick with heroin, yeah. you know, sort of like Robocop 2'd it, yep. where it was like, oh, this is the one thing that you can't resist, or a sex addict, and you're like, this dude is like obsessed with sex. And, and they, had like, a, they had a hot girl hot tick, girl. Like, uh, like Gremlins 2. <laughs> I was just saying, like, random hot chick, like, lures him into a fireplace no, or something. No, I want a hot tick chick. I, I actually want that, too. Just, <laughs> like, Bugs Bunny. Oh, Amy tick. Dolan's becomes a hot tick chick. <laughs> hot tick chick. She'd still be hot as a tick. You know, she would. <laughs> hot tick chick. Hot tick chick. That's, that's really fun to say. That's fun to say. <laughs> okay. I'll, I mean... Also, I just wanted to mention how much I loved the puppeteering of these egg sacks, especially this oh, one, yeah. like the comedic timing of it, like reaching for her, but it's just an amorphous blob of goo. Yeah. It's like, what a beautiful thing to just <laughs> like, to give so much personality to a blob of goo. Like, so good. Um, okay. So now we're back with Clint and he's in a bit of a state. He's got uh, ticks under his skin. So he does what any rational person would do. Grabs a gun. Grabs a gun and starts shooting holes in his leg. Yeah, that that took me by surprise. <laughs> like, that's not. So I guess one way to uh, solve that problem, maybe uh, Panic dealt with it a little bit better by like cutting his pants open to see what was going on. <laughs> I mean, and since we know that these ticks are infinitely squishable, he just punches one to death. You could have clubbed that thing with the butt of your gun and killed it, but yep. eh, whatever. He shot himself in the leg a couple times. Whatever. And then we just move on, we just move which on. is hilarious. Like we just cut with the minute he shoots his leg. Like I like this kind of drama with Clint he's, Howard. He's like our he's like our comic relief. And I also heard somewhere too that this was all after shoots. This was mm-hmm. never in the first version. Is that true? I don't know, but that's what I thought. I never heard that so before. Bizarre. But like, I, I look even, at it and I'm like, this makes perfect sense. Yeah, but I can't even picture like where the weed machine came from without him like or all that stuff this seems like a very elaborate like afterthought shoot or to add something like i would have assumed i mean honestly they just like talk about the origin like they've been spraying stuff in the air around here probably just said something like that yeah i I can almost guarantee it i mean yeah 
that was what I thought when I watched this. So hearing that just makes me, yeah, yeah, I I would not be surprised at all because it punches the movie up considerably. And like everything tone, was shot in one day, apparently, too, with him. They had so one day. Good. So so that when you when oh she gets God. that vision later on, where he's like, I'm infested outside. I kind of just wonder if they were like outside by the craft table and they're yep. just, just just say that line again. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. I mean, totally, totally worth it. I yep. mean, whatever they paid him was worth the price of admission because mm. he's like he makes this movie. Oh yeah. Um, all right. So this is the scene where the delinquents are throwing gas on the campfire <laughs> because the counselors are banging because they're banging like any young counselors would do oh wait a minute they're oh, 40 wait, they're <laughs> in their 40s <laughs> hey hey you're never too old i guess you're never too old to neglect bang and your to neglect kids <laughs> when you're a council when you're a camp counselor it mm. is your duty to neglect the children at your camp and have sex so that eventually one of them will turn into jason true they're that, nailing it that's their <laughs> that's their job uh but when they throw the gas on, we see outside our version. If you're by the fire is like, woof. Wow. That was a nice little thing. Uh, if you're inside, it's like it's an like, A-bomb went off. <laughs> like a neutron bomb just kind of blows through their window. You see like flames lick their curtains yeah. inside the, like, wow. Of course that surprises. How them. do all those kids still have their eyebrows? <laughs> <laughs> that would be if the rest of the movie they were all bald with no eyebrows, it would be the best movie I've ever seen. Uh, instead of just a great movie. Instead means. instead of just like the third greatest movie I've ever seen. Uh yeah, man. So, okay. Charles runs out to yell at them about not setting fire to the woods, blah blah blah. But at this point, uh Panic is letting his dog run loose in the fucking forest. What the fuck, man? He just doesn't he doesn't have a leash for this dog. Dog's got to explore, man. He it, gives his dog freedom cuz he trusts him. Well, good going, dumbass. <laughs> uh so he it's not like he's going to get another tick, right? <laughs> it's not like there are any more ticks out there. Yeah. Uh well, unfortunately there are some softball-sized or ticks puppy, out there. Or puppy puppy measles or whatever the hell he called them. <laughs> Yes. Dog willy bumps. Measle bumps. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So he's running loose. Can't find uh, panic. Can't find him. And uh, we're seeing tick vision following the dog. So things are looking bad for this dog at this point. Uh, And then we hear a yelp as a tick jumps on him. Yep. Now we get this really (laughs) way too over the top scene of the tick inside the dead dog, like rifling around. It's like this this is outside the tone of this movie as mm-hmm. far as I'm concerned. Like this movie was too PG 13 campy fun for this scene. This is another one of those movies where it straddles that line between yeah. like R rated horror movie and like a goosebumps episode. Yeah. This should have been a PG 13 yep. horror. And then they, they realized that they weren't going to make as much money off it that way. I think it's one of those, like how can we get an R rating because yep. R rated horror movies sell better than PG 13s. Um, and I think this would have been just as good as a PG-13, personally. Yeah. Um, but I wouldn't have watched it then. You know, honestly, though, that you're you're not wrong. I wouldn't have no, either. I, I would nowadays, but back in the day. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm such a pervert. I remember, I remember at the video well, store being yeah. like, looking at the back of the box, being like, rated R for, like, nudity. Like, I'll take Perfect. it. Perfect. I'll take it. Yeah. No. Rated PG-13? Oh, no. Nah. It's kid shit. Right. No, <laughs> totally. 
I mean, that's every teenage boy. Yeah. Like that's, and that's exactly what they knew. They knew that their audience was that. And so they have to get an R rating for it. Yeah. Oh, well, but, uh, so dogs full of a tick and it's freaking around, freaking out inside. <laughs> Just totally full of a tick. <laughs> I mean, it has drained every drop of blood from the dog's body. So yeah, that's, uh, panic walks the dog, the dead dog back to camp. Luckily, that tick is just like, at this point, he's like, uh, food sleep. coma. Yeah, food coma. <laughs> so much blood. I'm just yeah. sleeping. I'm going to take a nap and not, he's not moving with, not anymore. Panic. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, he he walks his dead dog back into camp, which is very sad. Mm-hmm. Uh, now Panic's like, I'm going to, I want to leave. He's like, going to pack his shit and take off. Uh, Tyler tries to intervene and Panic almost stabs him in the neck. Yeah, he's, he's, he's a big one on threatening to kill this kid. Yeah, I mean, the other but threats... But we know he doesn't mean it, I think. I we thought until <laughs> he held the switchblade to his knife. Yeah, or, I mean, switchblade to his yeah. neck. I mean, what the fuck, man? That was rough. That was like... <laughs> well, that's not okay. That's clearly not okay. Yeah. Uh, whatever. So, he does. He leaves in the middle of the night and just goes. Being not the best at uh, forest navigation, he doesn't walk down the road. <laughs> he yeah, he just, just goes way out there. Walks. Every, uh, straight he, line. He's just, I'm walking a he's, straight line. He has no idea where he's going. He's going back to LA. He just, he knows exactly where he's going. <laughs> yes, he knows. He has. He knows where he wants to be going. He has the instinctive knowledge of the location of LA in his <laughs> mind. Um, everyone from LA does. They mm-hmm. can instinctively find their way home. It's like when you let your cat outside. It always yes. comes back. And anyone from L.A., they can find their manager when they get... It's almost like a main thing. Everybody moves away from here, and everybody always seems to come back. Yeah. Why? I like it here. Maybe it's good. Maybe it's okay here. That's why I'm just not leaving. I'm just kind hmm. of save myself the trouble. <laughs> everybody I know has moved to San Francisco once. Yeah. And then moved back or Portland, Oregon, one of the two. And then they're like, oh, this is considerably worse than where I come from. <laughs> I'm coming back. Fuck this. Uh, then they get back here and they're like, this place sucks. <laughs> they're not wrong. Yeah. Um, there is nothing going on here. And man, can we ever not get movie events off the ground here? Damn it. You've oh, done well. a bunch. Yeah. But they haven't been like profitable (laughs) (laughs) they have lost me money almost every single time well i had fun at the haunt screening that was fun that was i had fun at the return of newcomb high screening that was fun too yeah did you you didn't see texas chainsaw or any of the lost skeleton screenings i did not no not there for too bad those were good too um we also brought joe lansdale up for uh that christmas Christmas of the dead (laughs) christmas of the dead Maybe you can team up with um, the drive-thru people. There's yeah. Pride's Corner starting up the horror series soon. Totally should. Those guys are killing it. Yeah. We go there a lot. Yeah. Nice. Maybe we'll see you there this year. Yes. <laughs> yeah, maybe I won't be as insane this year. Yeah. <laughs> Last year was kind of a thing. Maybe you'll want to leave your house at 10 o'clock and go see a movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's not going to happen anymore. <laughs> I'm barely able to make it out to this thing. I'm old. I'm too fucking old. <laughs> it's 7.30 at night. Yeah. I'm supposed to be at home. Uh, all right. Okay. So now the fuzz shows up <laughs> to look at the dead dog. We got the sheriff. He's like, oh, that's a dead dog. 
and the kids he's <laughs> like cool uh maybe you want to take it over to old doc kate's place just to be sure um and the kids are making really fucking disgusting pancakes and yeah, what was up with that <laughs> <laughs> i don't know it's that's just a fun horror movie thing where everybody makes terrible food it'd be a joke if there were five <laughs> Like when Andy makes his mom breakfast in child's play. Like, it's right. funny. But, like, watching a teenager do that is not that funny. <laughs> I mean, it's at least an answer to why they might need some counseling. They're like, Dude, all the kids what are there because they're terrible at you. cooking. <laughs> it's flapjack camp. Oh, man. <laughs> Mrs. Butterworth's camp for wayward children. I was a wayward tot. <laughs> uh, okay, so. Jesus, I was just thinking about Clint Howard as a camp counselor, and it gave me the chills. <laughs> <laughs> hey, kids, who wants to make God's eyes? Uh, okay, let's see. They have a big blowout about panic leaving. They all blame Tyler because they keep blaming Tyler for everything. Well, what was he going to do? He was just like, I'll fucking kill you if you tell anybody. He's like, okay, I'm not going to tell anybody. Yeah, you held a sharp <laughs> he, knife to my He also never throat. like says that, though. He doesn't sell yeah. him out at all. Like That would kind of, like I would think, absolve him of the responsibility. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, I didn't say that because he put a switchblade against my neck. <laughs> yeah. But, but he know, doesn't. He doesn't. Because he's badass. And he's like, I'll take my lumps and I'll make him think that I did something wrong. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, Charles, the camp counselor, is going to go bring the dog to the vet. At the same time, go look for Panic while he's doing it. Hopefully find him on the road on the way there. It's a twofer. It's a twofer. Uh, so he brings Tyler along. And on the way, Tyler tells Charles his tragic origin story <laughs> and about how he freaked out in the woods because his dad dropped him off there and he got drunk and left him there. But... Yeah. I couldn't tell what this line meant. I think it meant they were talking about this particular therapy, but he was like, oh, tough love. You know, and I was like, were you talking about getting drunk and leaving him in the woods yeah, as a tough toddler? Yeah, just being a bad dad. <laughs> or do you mean leaving him at this camp to treat him for the trauma you caused by being a drunk who left him in the woods when he was a toddler? I couldn't quite I couldn't quite decide which one it was, but whatever. Both of them. It's both of them. Uh so Panic has made it a few miles into the into the woods, but he basically hides in a cave. Yeah, he hides in a cave, and then he sees a van drive by, and he's like, yeah, try looking. Uh, what's he say? It's the dumbest line. Yeah, he was like, they basically bitches that they weren't looking for him hard enough. Yeah. He's like, dude, you're in a cave. You, like, obviously, they think you'd probably be walking down the road to go back home. Yeah. Um, oh, I can't believe they didn't, like, take a jetpack and start, like, combing the mountains for me. <laughs> Where's the chopper, man? Yeah. Come on. I deserved a chopper. Um, yep. But now we're at old Doc Kate's place, and everyone gathers around to watch her dig around in a dead dog. Oh, that's gross. Which is not a thing that you would do, by the way. Can you imagine the idea of like being like, oh, uh, yeah, I'm going to do the autopsy on the dog. Okay, sure, me and the traumatized teen are going to come in and like stare at you. Shoulder up to you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> not wearing masks after, you know, the dog's been exposed to some weird contagion that we don't know what it is. and It's fine. Mm. This is all going to be fine. Uh, but she finally, like, she's like, oh, the dog's been drained of all of its plasma. And she sticks a syringe in it trying to get blood. That was funny. This is beautiful. 
Like all of this, this whole thing oh, yeah. is just gorgeous. She pulls the she she's like, oh, there's no there's no blood in it, and then eventually she like pokes something. And she's like, oh wait, pulls it out, and she draws blood clearly out of the tick, and then the tick sucks it back in so that the <laughs> syringe closes back up, which was so good. And then she's like, whoa, what the fuck is that? And then she starts like stabbing with the syringe. And she hits something, it squeals, and then jumps out, and we get an Evil Dead 2 chase the tick that has the syringe stuck Stuck in in it. it. It's so funny and so awesome. What a great scene. Yep. Like, oh, man. If you ever needed a reason to watch this, this scene alone is Mm -hmm. worth watching this movie for. And then they kill it in that way that you can't kill ticks. The way that they're (laughs) constantly saying you can't kill ticks. She's like, when in doubt, squish them. Uh, and it's like, but you said that you couldn't. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Uh, we do the gross-out autopsy where she fishes around in the ticks' guts for stuff and just pulls little gross things. Uh, and she declares that it is a massively altered wood tick. She makes a an amazing leap of uh, faith that it is from an herbal steroid used to increase pot yield, <laughs> which I was like, man. That's a good guess. Old Doc Cates. She's been around. <laughs> she That's why she's got shit. old in front of her name. She's, when she's seen some stuff. Yeah, she's, she has old in front of her name when she looks like she's 35. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, she's going to be like 90. Like, she's younger than those counselors, I think. <laughs> age is different in the mountains. <laughs> yeah, people age differently up there. Um, I also love that when she's chasing after the tick, she has one of those little aquarium nets. Yes, yeah. That's what she's trying to catch you with. <laughs> Good moves. Uh, okay. Oh, she also, this is where she says the ticks have a neurotoxin that's not only an anesthetic so that you don't know that they've bitten you, but it's also a hallucinogen. And they don't do a lot with that. But we do see one hallucination later yeah. on with, uh, with Jerry. Yeah, but that but one wasn't just, even worth it. No, well, I mean, it 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 showed why he crashed the van in the house, which is like oh a pop oh point. that one was good. Sorry, yeah. I was thinking. Okay, so there were two of them. That one actually is well worth it. Okay, uh, the one with uh, you know what? It's just because they needed another one. They couldn't just have that be the only hallucination. I don't remember the other one even. The other one was uh, uh, panic in the woods. He gets bitten. He starts hallucinating that the. He's hallucinating the two the two hillbillies that, in in a nightmare, and then they're actually there in a different scenario. Oh, okay. So he's getting his ass kicked by them, but he was hallucinating them prior to that. Oh, and then gotcha. when he comes out of the hallucination, or when the camera comes out and we see the outside of the hallucination, yeah. it's actually them anyway. Oh, okay. So, whatever. Uh, yep. So he finds this is where panic finds the tick in his pants and punches it to death. <laughs> I love when that that sound effect of the tick's legs whenever they hold them and it's like that. Yeah. <laughs> ah, so <laughs> it's fucking, so satisfying yeah. for some reason. Yeah. So gross. Um, and uh, so he cuts open his pants and pulls the tick off. He probably would have just shot himself in the leg if he remembered to bring that piece that he said he should have brought. You know, he has a knife in his hand that he opened his pants with. <laughs> and he's like, what am I oh, ever crap. going to do with this tick that I have in my hand? <laughs> uh, whatever. He was like, nah, just ripping a chunk of skin off yeah. is better than stabbing at this thing. So he does that and uh, takes a really big chunk of his leg with him. 
nasty. It's nasty. Uh, so Lady Counselor Holly is back at the camp trying to convince people to go fishing. Kelly's the only taker. Uh, and Kelly is the the mute girl with the unnecessary rape backstory that yeah, we really unnecessary. talk about things <clears throat> that we could have done without. Things that we could have done with more of is Amy Dolan's in that bikini, <laughs> and they spend a grand thirty <laughs> seconds on it. What the hell, movie? I, they were more impressed with that dude's abs. <laughs> <laughs> you got to admit, though, pretty impressive. Oh yeah, ab guy's abs. Impressive. I'll go, I'll go for that guy too, but like. Yep. Come on. Waste, yeah, no. Wasted wasted Dolan's bikini moment. So true. Uh, okay. So <laughs> she's she's the one that's completely silent. We learn that she can talk later. She can totally talk. And, you know, she's the only one trying to learn something in this retreat. Um, but she's, like, already learned it. What is she even there for? She says, like, Holly was the yeah. only person that could help her out. And now she's, like, better, I thought. But she's not. Okay. She keeps coming back because, you know, she's learning more each time. Um, and Holly, and this was, this whole backstory was just to shame this girl. Like, was to shame Melissa or whatever the fuck yeah. her name is. Like, it give was, your stepmom a chance. Yeah, it was just like, so here, here's my terrible story. And she saved me from some, from the worst thing that can happen to a person. So... Guess what? Look at what a fucking bitch you are. It's yep. really what it is. It's like, oh, don't you feel like a petty monster? Hmm? Mm. It's like, oh, yeah, I do feel like a petty monster. Thanks so much. Um, then they catch a cop. They catch a cop. They go fishing, drag the body of a cop out of the pond. Gross. Yeah. And they find a hidden cop car. <laughs> yeah. They did not. That didn't do a great job. You could have just put the cop in the car. And sunk the car in the pond. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, except that would have been much more expensive than covering it for the movie than yep. just covering it in something. Uh, yep. So, uh, the also at the same time, this is when Ab Guy and Dee Dee, is that her name? Dina. Dina? Something like that. Uh, they go to make out in a burned out cabin or something, but whatever. I don't know. No, they go to make out at Jarvis's house. They break into the his barn, Quinn's house. They were somewhere else before. Oh, were she's, they? Because he's never there. He's he never gets to the barn. Oh yeah. She runs off because they do that thing that people do in horror movies. Oh yeah, gotta catch me. You've Woo! gotta catch me if you want to have sex. Uh, has that ever happened to you ever in your entire life? Yeah, I always have to chase my wife down. Oh, that's weird. Okay. Maybe it's just me. Yeah. <laughs> no. That has never been a thing. No, it has uh, never been. Ever, ever been. For anyone ever in the last... Okay. Um, it's just like popping out and scaring your friends with a mask. Like, God, I I swear to God, I must have done that in my life. I, I would feel like I would have too, but like I can't recall. I it. can't think of a time that I've ever done that. Yep. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. So... They're doing that horror movie thing where the girl runs away. Dude has to chase her so that we can get her separate from him. And she winds up in old Clint's creepy dope farm tick nursery, whatever the (laughs) fuck it is. And she behaves like anyone would at seeing this. She walks in. She sees a massive writhing pile of insectile horror on the wall. It puts her face two inches from it. I should stick my fucking face in this, is what she says. (laughs) She might as well have said it out loud. She's like, what is this (laughs) gremlin-esque mass of writhing snot? 
as a as a prissy rich girl, I want to get as close to this as possible. <laughs> I like gross things. I want to be within licking distance <laughs> yeah. of this horrific thing. <laughs> and nothing happens to her because of it, which is insane. Mm. Um, but she turns around <laughs> after seeing this. Turns out that was not the most horrendous thing in this barn. Uh, we get monster Clint Howard. <laughs> Yes, with a with a mutated face from, because he's completely infested with these ticks. Yes, and he's, I mean, you want to talk about naked gun? He has full on got the naked gun treatment. He stepped in a bear trap. He's yeah. got his face is all fucked up. He's been shot in the leg four times by he's, himself. By himself, <laughs> he's got ticks in his head and in his legs. Yeah. He is all fucked up, and he. Like, he's like, yeah, help me, help me. I can't see. I can't see you. And then he steps in another bear trap. (laughs) (laughs) She falls over backwards. She trips over something. Clint Howard falls on top of her and yells, I'm infested. (laughs) It's great. It's the best. Uh, He tries to hand her the gun and says, shoot me. Uh, instead, his neck explodes and a tick pops out. And bites Amy Dolan. Yep. Like, that, come on. That scene's awesome. It is great. His neck explodes. It shoots a tick. That tick shoots out and immediately latches onto Amy's neck. Another reason that I feel like this, all of the stuff with Clint Howard is, uh, you know, is a different movie is because... She doesn't have a tick on her neck when she goes out to see him, to see Ab Guy. She runs into Ab Guy's arms after this whole thing and is like, oh, oh no. And she's like, I was bitten. And the tick has just disappeared. That's uh, another it's another one. Like, it seems like there's a scene missing where somehow the tick gets off and it was a different scene there. Yep. Where, like, the, the one instance of these characters colliding is, like, completely weird. Gotcha. And that's why Ab Guy was gone, too, probably. Yeah, that's the other reason why. It was just, they probably just Dolan's and we didn't, for the shoot. Right. We yep. didn't have Ab Guy. He, he was doing sit-ups somewhere. Mm. Uh, yep. So, man, brilliant scene. Disgusting. He is infested. <laughs> now, uh, Panic is having his full-fledged hallucinatory freakout. Uh, and he's... He's having that weird, his weird hallucination that he's being beaten by the two growers. And then he is really being beaten by the two growers. <laughs> ah, <a> terrible, terrible <laughs> hallucination. Uh, and they, they think that he's trying to steal their pot. <laughs> they exchange some homophobic slurs and uh, panic stabs the hillbilly in the knee with his switchblade <laughs> and then runs off. Pretty good. Yeah. That was impressive. It's shocking that he didn't get shot right there. Mm-hmm. But uh, nope, he doesn't. Eventually, Jerry the Hick catches up with him and tries to stab him with his own switchblade. And I loved this. That, like, Panic is just like, no, oh, fuck you. And just nearly beats Jerry to death yeah. here. <laughs> it was very satisfying. <laughs> it was really satisfying. And the only reason he doesn't beat Jerry to death here is because Sir, uh, comes Sir with the gun. shows up with a shotgun uh, and stops him. For some reason, Sir shoots a flammable container. Well, he didn't mean to. He shot Adam and hit that. Is that what happened? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, my God. He's a terrible shot. Oh, awful. Okay. Uh, but then eventually he does shoot he's Panic He's got no skill. Side. He's just a douche with a gun. What a dumbass. It's a big problem these days. It kind of <laughs> does seem like it might be a bit of a problem these days. Um, 
So, yeah. So he starts basically his stupid move there literally destroys like they were worried about a kid stealing a handful of pot or whatever he could stick in a backpack. <laughs> they just killed their whole damn crop. And they burn down their entire crop and the national forest and they murder a person. Mm-hmm. And they've done it before. They killed a copper. Yeah, but also when all of that burns down, what's going to be left is a cop car and a corpse <laughs> of a cop that was in a pond. Again, they are not very bright. They are very bad at what they yeah. do. Um, so... Uh, Panic decides that once he's like, once they've started this forest fire, they all separate because he's like, well, he's going to die out there in this horrible forest fire that I just started. And also I shot him in the stomach, so he won't survive. (laughs) It's not like he's got a pocket full of steroids or something, something that obviously cures gunshot wounds like pocket steroids. (laughs) Now, I mentioned earlier, was that wasn't that what Max Payne ate in that game or did I make that up? No, I think you're right. It probably I think, was. I think it was like the power-up with steroids in that game. Like, <laughs> I got shot a lot. Like, eat steroids and you're good. Maybe that was it. Maybe that's where they got it from. Yeah. Maybe this, I mean, this is around the same era as Max Payne, probably. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think it's a little before. Is it? Maybe that's where Max Payne got the idea. Yeah. Um. Okay. Like, I was shot. I was bleeding out. And then I thought of this movie I saw called Ticks. I thought about the finest movie that had ever been made. <laughs> you know, it had Clint Howard in it. Uh, so, Dee Dee's having uh, Clint Howard flashbacks now. <laughs> yes. What a terrible thing to have. <laughs> you know, Ron I Howard su- has those a lot. I suffer from Clintbacks. <laughs> God, can you imagine? <laughs> uh, honestly, I would, I would welcome Clint Howard flashbacks. <laughs> you know what? I welcome any time I can think about Clint Howard in my life. I'm just like, oh, do you remember that Halloween that he went out and he had the ice cream man head and the cone and he was taking pictures with kids? (laughs) You know what? That's great. I do remember that. Wow. That made quarantine so much better. (laughs) (laughs) That lit up my Instagram. Uh, (laughs) Anyway. Okay. So she gets the the, I'm infested flashback. And luckily, the van pulls up just in time to load them in. Like, So she's freaking out, but they go back to find the others. The fire is now pushing all of these ticks to flee en masse, like that uh, actual event in Australia that I think this must be based on. Like that concept. Have you ever seen that? No. There's like, there's like, a, there was a forest fire somewhere in Australia, and there's like this photo that's just all the spiders fleeing, fleeing a fire. Oh and wow! It looks like this. Oh wow! I've never, no, I've it's never heard of that. The most horrifying thing I've ever I'm seen going in to look my into life. That now. Yeah, yeah, it's. Oh God! It'll give you nightmares if you're not a not a spider fan. Won't scare me. I'm not scared of anything. <laughs> that's why they call you Panic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They call me Scaredy Cat because I'm never Because <laughs> I'm not afraid of anything. <laughs> uh, they call me Scaredy Matt. They call me Monster Truck because I drive a Vespa. <laughs> uh, all right. So ticks are fleeing en masse. There's hundreds of these ticks all in a giant wave. Also, they're starting to cover the cabin. And now all of our characters are converging on this tick-covered cabin. Mm-hmm. Uh so this is where the giant info dump happens, where we get all of our characters up to speed on what's been going on. So everybody who's had disparate experiences all show up here and they're like, okay, 
dead uh, there's a dead sheriff and uh whatever there's hallucinogenic ticks okay there's the, you know this thing happens this blah, blah, blah. so now everybody knows everything that everyone else knows um but now those uh those fucking hillbillies show up at the door the two drug guys and the hick has a face full of ticks <laughs> uh charles lets them in because he's a fucking chump yep i hate charles so much I hope he gets shot in the ass. Well, they don't really know that they're bad, though, right now. They don't know how bad they are. Except that they did everyone that. there is yelling, don't let them in. Yeah. <laughs> but still, they don't know. It's That's not like they, they don't know they killed a cop. They don't know that they shot Panic. They just know that they're kind of weirdos that stopped by earlier. And yeah, I guess so. I guess it's true. And in the heat of the moment, you're like, shit, are you really going to let two people just burn to death and get eaten alive yeah, by ticks totally. you're gonna probably let them in yeah. me oh you don't know me yeah i'm definitely I'm too trusting i'm <laughs> i'm the one that lets them all die <laughs> <laughs> i'm the one in alien that goes yeah quarantine yeah no fuck you you're staying out there but wouldn't it be nice to let no it wouldn't fuck you stay no, out, there. out there no i've seen this movie before fuck Lock you in the door suck <laughs> it bye <laughs> bye <laughs> uh yeah i've seen wait I've had this, okay, <laughs> this is a fear, that an honest-to-God fear mm-hmm. I have. I have worried that someday I would encounter someone who was trying to kill me, like a serial killer type situation. I would best them, but then I would cut them into pieces, or do where I'm like, no, I know how this works, I've seen enough movies, and I literally like cut them up with a chainsaw at the joints, and then the cops show up, and I'm like, you he was... Trying to kill me. It was self defense. But you know that they, you know that they always come back, right? <laughs> I, I, I had to, I had to cut his head off. Imagine using that as a defense in court. Like, it really was. Like, what I, a, I did actually kill him in self defense. But then, I yes, I did dismember him because look at my horror movie collection. <laughs> Ah, the Voorhees defense. You know what? You can go. Yeah. <laughs> That's fine. Oh, is that... It's, it's, is this it's, the a terror, Michael... it's a terror vision defense. These are all survival survival yes. movies. Yes. Survival tactics. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, though, I do wonder if I would, like, go kind of like, oh, yeah, no, you have to, like, beat them to death. You have yeah. to crush their skull yep. with whatever. And then the jury's just like, oh, you're a maniac. <laughs> I'm like, no, I, I just, I've been trained. That this is yeah. what you have to do. I've been years training for this moment. <laughs> oh, Jesus. It's actually all kind of sounds like Can I like leave a, the courtroom now so I can go home and train some more? <laughs> yeah, you're not going to be leaving, buddy. <laughs> you're going out that other door. Uh, all right. Okay, so this is... <laughs> This is where we get that first scene where the the guy's got the ticks on him. We start seeing him, like, throwing them at the ground. They die. Stepping on him, they die. He throws it at the bookcase. It hits the spine of a soft book, and it explodes. These things are kind of easy to kill at this point. But uh, they can hear the ticks climbing all over the building. But Panic has now shown up, throwing a monkey wrench in this plan, because our two growers are acting innocuous, Mm. like they're, oh, hey, you know, there's no problem, we're just, you know, just regular Joes who grow pot, and it's fine. Oh, shit, that guy, please don't let that guy in. (laughs) uh, And they do, they let him in, and the growers get really nervous, obviously, uh, and 
he's got ticks on him and they explode them with a lighter which was fun yeah uh, but does I couldn't tell if he heard panic identify them because panic dies yeah but not I before, thought he did because he's like it's them they did you know but he yep. says it in such a way that like he's so incoherent and yeah. like you couldn't he's been quite, through a lot <laughs> yeah of course uh, so I don't think he understands it but he sees that he was shot with a shotgun yeah so Tyler for some reason can identify the spray of a shotgun wound versus tick wounds I, I don't know that I would be able to do that in the heat of the moment but mm. whatever uh and so the uh, sir is like, oh, fuck this, and pulls out his shotgun. He's like, eh, you know, charade yeah. is over. I'm the bad guy. I'm the bad guy. <laughs> Sorry. Um, and he's like, okay, you guys, you need to give me the keys to the van or I'm going to start shooting people. Uh, they get the keys, and this makes no sense to me. They say, well, I'm going to need a chauffeur. Yeah. Do you not know how to drive a van? What would what, what good would having an extra person in that van do you? Yeah, that makes no sense to me, but whatever. Um, so clearly the hick can drive because he's going out to get the van. Yeah. What? So just run. Just go. Fuck these kids. Everything. You just boogie. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. I don't get it. Whatever. Like if you just boogie, chances are they're probably just going to die in bet- between the ticks and the fire. Like. Well, I mean, unfortunately, it turns out that uh, everybody in this fucking nobody knows how to roll up a goddamn window because. <laughs> They left the windows down in the van. So, of course, the thing's full of ticks. Yeah. Um, but Jerry eventually gets conned into going out to get the to get the van. He's given a torch and he, you know, blows up a few of the, the few of the ticks and scares a few of them off. Uh, and he gets in. And then, of course, there's a bunch of ticks. And he gets bit on the back of the neck. And the one that bites him on the back of the neck. That's got the hallucinogenic. That's bite. the hallucinogenic. That's the hallucinogenic one. one. <laughs> yes, it's like a, it's like a, they're blind bag ticks. Like one in one in a hundred bags <laughs> gives you the trips. Yeah, because he's been bitten on the face by like six other ticks. Oh yeah, so he hasn't been tripping at all. This and one's getting it, but this one this straight into the neck. Uh, yeah, for, brain damage style. It's, it? it was an Almer tick. Oh yeah, that's not bad. Okay, I'll give you. I'll give you that one. <laughs> okay, so now he's. He's tripping balls and driving the van, and he's headed towards the he's headed towards the cabin. He hallucinates the sheriff that he killed. Yes, <clears throat> he sees his partner with the shotgun as the sheriff with the shotgun, mm-hmm. uh, threatening to kill him. And so he guns it, and he's gonna run over the sheriff and run right into the cabin. And his partner's like, "Oh fuck you!" and starts shooting at him. <laughs> He shoots at him with a shotgun, runs out of shotgun bullets, and then pulls out a pistol and starts shooting him. This pistol has so many rounds. He's in a it. walking armory. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, that's that's one of those like magical like he he shoots like thirty five fucking rounds <laughs> on that pistol, but whatever, it's okay. Um, and so he gets run over, and somehow he survives it. Of course. Does oh yeah he gets pounded by the van and shot into the thing and under boards he's wood, like he just pops back up like ah oh, whatever bro, brush himself off <laughs> yeah. oh, boy it sucks to get run over by a car like that but you know what? <laughs> he still has his gun on him and he's like it's reloaded already let me comb my hair and get back to business <laughs> yep I love his little hair combing yeah. thing that's a good that's a good little thing yep um okay so let's see. 
now the the guy's back to menacing them with a gun again, right? Mm-hmm. So he's the ticks are falling from the ceiling or whatever, and the crazy boss guy's like shooting the like willy nilly, just shooting everywhere in the in the place, um, and he. Th- People just finally get sick of his shit, basically. There's no real... They eventually just, like, jump him. They're just like, at this point, I just want to kill you. And yeah, I th- that's the thing. I he's got one hostage, that. one gun, and there's, like, six people, like... True. And, and so... He, and he's not very good about keeping cover on people, so it's like, yeah, they, Seth, Seth Green tackles him, takes his chance. He's yeah, like, fuck he's, this. And then yeah. he's like, somebody, everybody help me. And it's like, yeah, no kidding. Like, I love this. This is... Because this is your moment. This is almost a meta moment because this is such a trope in horror movies. Mm-hmm. What didn't happen here is such a trope in horror movies that it's almost meta that they handled it this way. This, in every goddamn movie, he is the thing that gets in the way in every Stephen King novel, in everything. Yep. It's like... Somebody get a rope and tie him up. Yeah. And then he causes you problems down the road and he's going to be like, he's going to be sabotaging you. And so I was like, oh, I can't wait for this. And our, an ab guy. I just just came up with something. Ab guy becomes stab guy. (laughs) There it is. Please. Yeah. yeah. And I loved that. Yeah. That was wicked satisfying and it almost looked like he was gonna have like trauma over it though like oh my god what did i did but then they're like yeah fuck it and then they just moved on <laughs> yeah it's a little late to start adding on like yeah. re- like big character I, things it almost seemed like there was gonna be like a guilt trip arc for him but they were just like yeah we'll tackle that in the sequel yeah, the guy that tried to murder this kid in cold blood with a shotgun and was like threatening all of your friends' lives. Yeah. Maybe Don't maybe forgive it. yourself for that one. I think I think you're going to be fine. Um Okay, so uh we start seeing Panic's body flipping our all around on the ground and it's having crazy jitterbugs and uh he turns into a giant steroid-filled tick. Yeah. Uh, it's a great like Nightmare on Elm Street style cockroach transformation. The Pretty only, cool. The only thing I don't like is <clears throat> right before he starts, they do a close up of his face, and it looks like a, a fake face completely. Why would they and it's do like, that? I don't feel like I feel like the shot would have worked without showing that too. It's almost like to identify who it is. Yeah. If you forgot. But yeah. It's like, but we, once you did that, you're like, uh, what? <laughs> we know who this is. Yeah. So it's like it's it's all looking great. Then it's like this quick cutaway to a fake face. Yeah. Then back to the legs where it starts sprouting the thing. And it was like, why did you do that quick cutaway to the face? <laughs> it's it's also very strange because why did you need a fake face there? Yeah. I don't even... Why couldn't they have just had Carlton It could have just yeah. literally been his face. Totally. <laughs> but they did that cutaway to the fake yeah, face. That's yeah, that's very strange. Huh. Interesting. Oh, well. Either way. Um, so... It's al- it was almost like a trauma moment, you know, where they where they... Where they but they, when they purposely show yeah. it, like, like hanging on the fake head before it explodes, or like showing somebody's head explode and seeing yeah. the watermelon first, yeah, like <laughs> it's very trauma. Yeah, that is that is almost a trauma moment. Yeah. Um. So, I don't understand this part either. Like, I think this was like a character arc thing for our for our mute girl. 
she's they're like how are we gonna get out of here and she's like i know because i'm an expert fisherman and it's like are you <laughs> you just said you don't like fish and all this other like she went out of her way to say that she isn't a fisherman and that she doesn't know anything about fishing when they went fishing i lied kind of like how i lied about being able to talk Suckers! Like, that's so easily solved just by saying i'm an expert fisherman this is my thing i love fishing perfect okay then she grabs the fishing line she grabs the so she has a fishing hook throws it out the window grabs the the tire swing reels it up and now they have the tire swing to swing (laughs) out on um another wonderfully meta moment here because our guy as we said before this is where tyler says i'm i'm having one of my panic attacks i'll do it i'm the one to go yeah and so he heroically throws himself out the window and the, the rope swing breaks. breaks. <laughs> <laughs> great. I yep. mean, that's a great moment. <laughs> it was really fun. And so he's down there. He has uh, a broom and a rope swing. And he's fending off all these attacking ticks. He finally lights the broom on fire and starts exploding ticks wherever he goes. I love how fast they explode. Like, it was great. Ah, shit, a flame! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're just introduced to the concept of fire, and they're like, oh, shit! Ah, shit. <laughs> <laughs> if they think about it. If they think about yes. fire for too long, they explode. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he makes it to the van. He burns off all the ticks that are eating Jerry. Uh, and then, I guess, he dumps Jerry's body. We never see that. But... Uh, he drives over in the van. They have lowered uh, bed sheets tied to a ski. <laughs> bed sheets sure. out the window. Sure, why not? And uh, and they're climbing down to get in the van. However, uh, steroid ticks trying to bust through panic and yep. tick mode. Yep, our, our gigantic tick is trying to smash through the door this entire time. Uh, and oh, we we also forgot to mention that our that Sir was still alive in the on the first floor when he transformed and then oh yeah and then he eats <laughs> sir yep yeah that was fairly satisfying sir dies hard. Yeah. yeah he does mm. uh so everybody gets out uh and everybody's safe from the giant tick except for ab guy yep. ab guy almost gets out and giant tick grabs him by the leg and drags him back in the room and so here's where we get this strange cut that you didn't notice that i yeah. didn't notice the first time i noticed it on the second one so so seth green goes back to save ab guy and and like pulls him out finally gets him you know what i mean yeah and then they're both like hanging by the rope but then in like the very next scene like seth green's like back in the driver's seat like there was like a giant yeah, mist. Yeah, uh, I think I think definitely I do remember that yeah. there was kind of a real missing like, there. What? Now, yeah. Oh, oh, they they didn't want. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. It's almost like they just lost the footage of like Seth jumping down or something, and it just like cut too fast. Or it looked bad or something. Yeah, something, like it, something it, went it was a stunt there. guy, and they just showed the stunt guy too much or something. Yeah. Either way, they get out, um, and then. The super tick has been poked, but like he, in order to save Ab Guy, he's like poking the super tick with his uh, flaming, uh, flaming broom. Flaming broom and gets stuck in its mouth. <laughs> because just like, you know, it's a callback to how the ticks like to oh, bite yeah. wood, as we saw earlier. And so it bites it and, <laughs> and it waits just long enough for him to get out before it explodes. It was very nice of it mm. because when it explodes, it sends off a it sets off like a shock wave of fire which somehow 
goes outward from this tick and then creates a trail all the way to the to the propane tanks by the cabin those go off the building Full explodes just <laughs> destroys everything <laughs> which is you know that's what you want uh dust off nuke the site from orbit it's the only way to be sure uh and then they sail off into the sunset i sure i mean you don't see them ever i guess they drove away yeah, I mean, they're driving. They drove away in their vans in a junkyard? Okay. What? They're driving at night, and then all we see is their van parked. We never see them get anywhere or say goodbye it's or whatever else. It's in a junkyard, else. though. Is it? It's in that same parking lot that that they were in before. No, it's in like a car. Really? I thought it was in a big lot full of junk cars. Like I thought that that was what that place looked like that they got picked up. I don't. They didn't have any junk cars. Well, maybe. <laughs> Who knows? Either way, they've brought ticks back. They had eggs that dropped out of the yeah from the underside. I just find it very weird that there's not one single like we made it shot with the group no, I, afterwards. I agree. You know what I mean? We see them drive away, and that's it. It's like there's no other car. Like, oh my gosh, like you know, usually they say something like, <laughs> "You see," and if it. I mean, if you're going to do that, if you're going to go to all that trouble and you also, maybe they were hoping that they could bring some of the cast back for the sequel. Yeah. But I mean, if you're going to go to all that trouble, why not have the van just crashed into a, into the side of the road, everyone dead inside the van and then the, a, and then all the ticks crawl out of the, out of the van. Yeah. That'd be cool. I mean, that seems like, or like somebody makes a tick pun or something, you know, and they laugh and then it goes to credits. Then shows the egg, you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, wow, like that was an extinction level event. Oh, <laughs> uh, Busta Rhymes shows up and he's like, <laughs> <laughs> "I would have no complaints if Busta showed up." <laughs> I mean, he made one of one of my favorite Halloween movies. It probably is my favorite Halloween movie. Well, it's, it's uh, definitely up there. It's my I mean, favorite. It's not fun, Season of the Witch. Fun one. Yeah. I mean, that's my... I love that movie. Season of the Witch is obviously the best one. But I love watching Resurrection. It Resurrection is just, it is is just a, fun, man. It's gleeful. As a Halloween movie, yeah, it sucks. It doesn't oh, yeah. it doesn't hold a candle to the seriousness of the other ones, but, but it's it is so fun. the most fun. Yeah. Like, it is probably the most fun of the it's entire about, series. It's about some bucket of laughs. Yeah. yeah. Agree. Um, yeah, cool. but that was Ticks, man. That was Ticks, man. We get a, a beautiful lounge song. <laughs> yeah, what was up with that? Don't know. <laughs> Uh, it would have been better if it had a rap song about ticks. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's. I think that is really where they miss out is mm-hmm. not having that like shitty end credits rap song. Every horror movie needs a shitty end credits rap song that explains everything that has happened scene for scene, like Spookies. <laughs> <laughs> like, wait, did Spookies have one of those, or did Joe Bob just do a Spookies rap? <laughs> I think no, I Joe know. Bob just did one, but like Monster Squad or like you know, and or uh, Ninja well, Turtles. <laughs> damn it, Ninja Turtles! I was thinking of uh, Popcorn. Oh yeah, Popcorn was the worst offender of that. <laughs> that end credit song in Popcorn yeah. is the worst because I think they just hired that like really famous reggae band and they were like. Okay, well, you do reggae, so why don't you do a rap song at the end of our movie? They were like, rap, we've definitely heard rap before and that's the that's the rhyming words with kind of yeah. stuff underneath it yeah 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 we can do that <laughs> <laughs> gonna knock this out of the park and they did yes 
Uh, yeah. But yeah, Ticks. Ticks is fun. It is. It's one of the most fun movies of this era. It, I'm sad there was no sequel. It seems like it'd be a fun. Yeah, I think it probably just underperformed. I mean, I can almost guarantee it underperformed because you know otherwise there been, would be a sequel. You know what would have been neat, man, since they went back to the city if there was like a like a Poltergeist oh. three where it was like in a high rise but with ticks. I mean, and if you want to watch this, something similar to that, uh, Glass Traps, a neat movie. It's a high rise and there's ants. Wow, I have literally never heard of that movie before. Uh, yeah, it's 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 out there. Weird. Okay, cool. Is it like Phase Four? I have not seen that one, so I can't tell you. Phase Four is like a crazy sci-fi movie. I know, I know of it, but I've never, I've never watched it. (laughs) It's fun. I don't. Well, it's it's literally the exact opposite of fun, which is which makes it kind of fun. Sounds fun. (laughs) It's one of those. It's one of those depressing '70s movies where everything's like a bleak sci-fi thing, and it's like the computer is the government. The government is out (laughs) to kill us. We are all just cogs in the machine. We must constantly do our repetitive jobs. Now get killed by ants. No. I think the ants were like oh God. I don't. I haven't seen it since I was a kid, but I seem to remember that like the ants might have even been the good guys in that movie, and they were trying to sabotage the computer that ruled them all. Or fuck, I don't remember. Mm. What a crazy fucking movie! I like the movie Ants with a Z. <laughs> the cartoon was that uh, Pixar. Uh, DreamWorks. I DreamWorks. Think. Okay. Sure. That movie's fun. Uh, was that the movie that was just basically like the Communist Manifesto made? Yeah, it was pretty a- much like Ayn Rand meets ants. <laughs> oh, <laughs> wow! <laughs> it's Ant- exactly like Ayn Rand meets ants. Was it Antless Shrugged? Antless Shrugged. Oh, woo! Come on, high fiving a million angels. It was ant- okay, thumb. Okay. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. So that's it. Uh, Man, that's. I got no more to add. Are ticks an animal? Because we've been going animal crazy around here. We have, yeah. And we didn't even have Damien around. This is Damien's last day in Portland. Oh, I didn't know that. Boo. Yeah, he's moving to Massachusetts. Oh. Boo. Boo. What a dork. He'll be back. Oh, he will. I know. He'll be back. He'll at least visit us, if nothing else. We'll do... Whenever he gets a chance to get back up here to hang out, when things are a little less shut down, we'll get him in for another podcast. Maybe you can do another hunt, or not another, but a haunt screening this year Yeah, yeah. Halloween, now that we can actually do things. Now that we can do things, and we could do it the right way, and actually do it with fucking haunt actors, and do it for goddamn real somewhere. Um, It was fun watching that at the Nick with Six people. Six people. <laughs> it was literally the only time that movie like premiered in a theater. At that time, we were the only theater that had had Haunt. Yeah. And it was such a trial to get it. And then like and six people showed up. I think if you did it again, the turnout would be better, though. Yeah, because... Getting, he's been getting... Gaining... Oh, yeah. It was pretty cool watching that movie with the devil man sitting <laughs> much, directly behind me, though. Much deserved accolades yes. for that movie. And haunt it, is great. It is. It's, it's hey, an amazing I'm wearing movie. a haunt shirt right hey, now. Look at you with that fancy yeah. shirt. It glows in the dark. Shirt. It's funny. It's great. Uh, yeah, Sarah won't let me wear it to bed because it like lights up the room when I get to bed. Yeah, I have, I have a couple. I had a Misfits shirt like that. That mm-hmm. was just like... A, I saw the Misfits on... Uh, uh, whatever that the tour the Michael Graves tour the first one American Psycho oh yep and I bought a shirt and I was just like I didn't know that it glowed in the dark <laughs> and it was just like they use so much glow in the dark ink that it literally lit up the room that's what this one does yeah, yeah it's, it's horrifying <laughs> but pretty cool 
um, yeah, so that's the movie. Um, love it. I got nothing more to say about it. So you should follow us at Funbox Monster Podcast and at Coast City Comics and purchase things from CoastCityComics.com to help us continue making these things. Yes, there there is a billion cool t-shirts that you can yeah. find at CoastCityComics.com. And uh, you can follow me at Mad Awkward VHS Fiend and check out the Video Vagrants group on Facebook. And there's also Video Vagrants shirts here at the shop that help us out too. Yes, and they're also available on the website. So, yeah. Yeah, you can buy them off our website too. So, those are the things. And if you're in Portland, pop in and see us. Yeah, you should. I mean, I don't work here, but I'm usually sleeping in the corner. <laughs> it's just, true. Just wake me up. Yes. Uh, awesome. Well, thank you all. And, uh, and, don't let the bed bugs bite everybody. Good night. Peace.